Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Nobody Asked Me. Today is Wednesday, it's anime day, so that means today we are talking about One Punch Man. And I am super excited to talk about One Punch Man. I fucking love this anime. Uh, so let's kick right into it. Um, nobody asked me, um, but um, I'm going to tell you anyway. And I'm going to tell you why I think One Punch Man is one of the best shonens I've watched in a while. Uh, so let's start this off spoiler free as much as I possibly can as much as it's humanly possible um so let's go ahead and kick right into it let's start right off the bat and let's just say that one punch man hands down has one of the best theme songs i've heard in a long time it's so good it has such a good build-up it like anticipates you to get ready for this awesome superhero-y shonen-ass anime and i love it so fucking much it's so good it makes me so hyped to watch every single fucking episode now i'm not gonna lie when i first seen this i wasn't really into it and that's because i wasn't weeb enough to watch it i wasn't the ultimate weeb that i am now but i really really love this anime now and it's so freaking good i I recommend it in the best way possible. If you love the stereotypical shonen reaching an ultimate goal, this is the fucking show for you. I really, really love One Punch Man. It's so fucking good. Let's go right into describing the show. Uh, so One Punch Man is essentially about Satama, who is One Punch Man himself. He started off being a hero for fun. Essentially, he was a normal, everyday businessman going back and forth to work, doing the regular 9 to 5. And then he did his ultimate training regiment, which we'll get into a little bit later. And he became a hero just for fun. And then uh, a couple years later, he became basically a, a hero himself um he joined the hero association to make him more known as a hero because before people didn't know who the hell he was he was just some i don't even think people i don't think anyone knew who he was he just kind of defeated the hero and then everyone's like oh we're saved and that was literally it like oh we're saved that's it now we're done we're gonna go back to our normal business and pretend like this didn't even happen so he became a hero just for fun. He joined the Hero Association a couple of years later with the help of his apprentice, Genos, uh, who's a cyborg. That's his disciple. And Genos is basically the opposite of One Punch Man. One Punch is, sorry, Satama is basically this, just this bland, average, everyday guy. You could still tell, like, basically his nine to five rubbed off on him super hard. And then Genos is this this basic edge uh type of well i guess he is kind of as bland as satama but he has more edge to him he's more serious about everything where satama's like well i'm done now i'm going home or i have to go get my groceries or there's a super sale going on at the supermarket i have to go as quickly as possible uh so that's essentially basically what that's about and i i think their chemistry is really perfect with how most of the show kind of plays out especially as the season digress you kind of get a, a better feeling and a better understanding of how their relationship is where basically satama is this <laughs> this basic asshole who doesn't want genos at all to be his apprentice but now he's kind of just stuck with him because he's willing to help pay for his rent so he's like all right cool man whatever i'll train you but he doesn't really end up training him but he does but he doesn't 
No, he really doesn't. He really just gives him like words of wisdom on how he can better boost himself. And it's like, you just basically gave him shit advice to go kill himself. But okay, cool, Satama. Like, GG, thank you. Like, you just killed this man, but that's fine. How I originally felt with this, this anime was when I first saw it, I didn't really like it. But that's because I felt like it was just too much going on. The story was build up was really slow and it just kind of didn't it, it didn't really grasp my attention the way I really wanted it to. I feel like with a lot of animes, at least for me, a lot of animes, they don't grab my attention immediately. Like Attack on Titans is the perfect example for something that'll grab my attention right away. The very first season, like it's popped off, like you get every single thing happening all at once and it's a lot to grasp in and you're like, well, what the fuck is going to happen now? So now you just want to keep watching it. And I didn't really get that at first with One Punch Man, like I really wanted to. But when I went back and I rewatched it again, it was amazing like I didn't want to stop watching it and I think it was really uh, as I got more into manga reading the manga and kind of getting because manga is more of it'll it gets straight to the point faster than an anime will because of course they have to build off the manga they have to give you the full action sequence and as in with a manga you kind of just get you get one page of what's going on and then you get the next few pages and it's like okay now we got to move on to the next thing but with an anime you kind of have to show the full animation you have to show the the fight scene the full fight scene going on and happening whereas you don't get that with um with the mangas which is perfectly fine um but i've learned to now read the mangas kind of first and then kind of deep divulge into the actual show if if i'm actually interested into it so that's what I did with One Punch Man. So rewatching it again, it was really good. It, it did actually pick up again the second time, <laughs> the second time watching it. I'm just, I have a very short attention span and I have to have that action right away. So it did do that for me and I really do enjoy it now. And it's such a good anime to watch. <clears throat> and I think it, it definitely has better traits now, especially a lot of the villains. They're so freaking good and they're, it's a funny anime to watch. So a lot of the villains are... They have that humorous, humorous trait that I do enjoy from a lot of villains. Unfortunately, a lot of the villains don't last for very long, as you can kind of grasp just base, basically off the name of the show, One Punch Man. Uh, he defeats a lot of the villains in one punch. So it's, it's basically self-explanatory, but a lot of the villains, I think they had full potential of becoming something a lot bigger, especially in like the first season one punch man taking out villain after villain after villain and it's like oh no 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 more oh okay that that's that's fine we move on now <laughs> that's fine we move to the next episode you fight another villain maybe you you do one more you do more than one punch next time but no <laughs> very many times it's it's one punch but the battle and the action and the anime of it it really uh builds up and it it definitely shows that it can be interesting besides the fact that he destroys everyone in a single punch so I definitely think they play that very well um and to see something like that is is definitely interesting but I think that he should definitely I hope they they get it to a point to where he does face someone that he doesn't have to 
that he has to do more than one punch because of the simple fact that even he says in the in the anime at one point he even says that you know he wants to fight someone more than just one punch and I kind of want him to too but just the simple fact of how they they build off the animation and they build off the villains and how the villains are like oh I know hit you I know hurt you why you know dead <laughs> and it's like bro I'm bored what are you gonna do now I'm bored do something else and it's just so funny to watch and, and to see Satoma kind of just be that that big bo- that big boss with the big balls and the bald head that was hard to fucking say the big boss with the big balls and the bald head to kind of just see him build himself up and to just kind of see the fights and the action happening and for him to just be like okay I'm I'm bored now you've done are you done are you finished like you finished are you done because I got shit to do now and that is basically how I feel like his whole philosophy is throughout the entire show and it's so fucking hilarious to watch and to see him just basically be like yep I'm done now bro like we over like I got shit to do today (laughs) like I still gotta go to work cuz like I ain't got the time to be doing all this to be messing with you so I definitely think that they they really did have a a really strong even first season but sometimes when you watch a different anime the the first seasons are kind of lacking and I think they did a really good job to help proceed and to fulfill the first season and compare it to the the manga so strong because I did watch it sorry because I did read it I didn't fucking watch the the manga because I did read it they did kind of help elevate the manga so strongly and they helped build off the manga to help boost the anime and they did add you know of course you can't literally take everything from the manga and take and give it a whole season I mean you can but they added extra stuff and extra underlining things which is perfectly fine you have to do that to kind of keep the creative juices floating floating flowing to keep the creative juices flowing into an anime and I think they really did a good job of that so when when they were doing the villains and and when they were doing the villains and Satomo's fighting them and he needed to kind of make himself known now because he was kind of getting bored of just helping people and, and being that hero for fun they he finally realized that they made a hero association and the hero association is a, is essentially um is essentially just shit fuck (laughs) the hero association is essentially uh it's an association of heroes mainly they're separated into different classes so it's s class it's a class it's c class and b class i believe let's fact check that s class a class b class c class and i guess there's an unknown class as well and they break them up that way basically based off of category of how strong that hero is and some of these heroes which we'll get into that in the spoiler some of their names some of their powers some of their aspects of their hero heroness is a a little is a little questionable because some of these heroes I'm like how did you actually become a hero because you shouldn't and there's one specific hero that I'm going to name drop (laughs) and some of you might be pissed 
but um, he should definitely not be a hero, which we'll talk about that in uh, the spoiler section of this, but he should definitely not be a hero, but he is. And there's definitely a lot of heroes that I'm like, bruh, were y'all even trying? Y'all were just like, now at this point, we need people. Like we need all we can get. We need backup. Like that's all y'all were thinking that whole time. Like that's not okay. But then there are some of the heroes that I'm like, oh, I see why you picked them, especially a lot of the S-class heroes, which we'll go over who some of those are. And I'm very surprised they didn't, you know, not all the correct people should be on the S-class. Not all the correct people are where their ranking should be, but it's based off of what the humans see and how the humans interact with the heroes and their popularity with the humans. And I don't always 100% think that the humans are making the best decision, you know, that's why some of them die. Spoiler, but that's why some of them die. I mean, it's just shown that people are bound to die. And I just don't think they've always made the right decisions, but they make them anyway. But other than that, I, I think that's about as non-spoiler as I can go. If you haven't seen this anime or if you haven't read the manga, I highly recommend at, at least watching a couple of the episodes because it is it is really good. The animation is really great. It's amazing. It's so good to watch. It's funny if you like comedy. It has those funny aspects as well. So let's go ahead and kick right in to the spoiler regimen of this. So it essentially starts off with the first couple seasons. You meet Satama. You meet Genos, who's his uh, Satama's apprentice, and they they're fighting uh, all the villains that come in and try to defeat them. The very first villain that we meet is the this really tall villain. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name. This really tall villain and his brother, who's an evil scientist who helps him become a... who basically helps his brother become the strongest guy in the world. And you meet Satama then at this point, who's flying to go and try and one-punch this villain. And he's on his shoulder and the evil scientist brother goes, hey, yo, you got something on your shoulder. Who is that? And the the strongest brother, the strongest guy in the world who he made into this magnificent giant smacks his shoulder. But it's where <laughs> it's where his brother is sitting and he kills his brother in the process. And then he screams and he's like, no, I just wanted to be the strongest guy in the world. And Satama goes in ultimate Satama fashion goes, I don't have time for this shit. And one punches the brother and obliterates him. And this is kind of where Genos comes in. And he's like, wow, you're super duper strong. I really want to be your apprentice and blah, blah, blah. Can you teach me master? Teach me, teach me. And Satama's like, no, bro, <laughs> I don't want to teach you anything. Leave me alone. But eventually he kind of gives in because Genos offers to like help him pay rent. He'll live with him, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then we move on and the scientist sees, I believe he sees either Genos or Satama and he lets him know and he lets his, his minions know that he wants him. He wants to bring him in or he wants to kill him. I'm not sure which, which one's the latter. Hey, I don't do a lot of research. I just tell you things I like. Okay. I'm not a research expert. I just watch things and I like them and then I forget some of the main details, but I remember the most important parts eventually. 
So then this gorilla gets sent out to them and, and a whole bunch of other little minions, but they don't really matter at this point. It's mainly the gorilla that survives because Satomo one punches everybody else. And he's like, hey, man, like, don't kill me, bro. Like, I'll tell you all you want to know. And so he tells them Satoma doesn't end up killing him. They go after this evil scientist who created all these little minions and <clears throat> cyborgs and everything like that. And Satoma goes and he, the evil scientist is like, hey, I got this like big villain, you know, you gonna fight him. And they lure him into the, they lure him into, to, to fight this, this evil monster that he had created. So Satoma's taken like all these hits, all these punches. And then he remembers what day it is. I think he hits him one time and it does seriously injure the, or it seriously hurts the monster, but it's not enough to kill him. And then as they're fighting again, Satoma's like, what day is it? <laughs> and then he remembers it's the actual day that this big sale is, hap sale is happening at his supermarket that he goes to. And he freaks the fuck out. And then he just punches the guy. And he's like, all right, Gino, it's time to go. We gotta go to, we gotta go on the sale. And Gino's just like, bro, what the fuck? Did you, you just killed this guy. He's like, I know that, but we gotta go. Like, this is important. And Gino's like, master, what do you do? And so Satsuma finally tells him what his workout regimen is. And I kid you not, Satsuma's workout regimen is 100 push-ups. 100 squats, 100 sit-ups, a 10-kilometer run a day. He did this every single day, I think for like a, a couple years straight. And then he finally, he did it so much, he became bald. And I was like, bro, what? How the fuck do you do that? That's the weirdest fucking thing ever. But he did it, and he became bald and became one of the strongest men alive. So then... Genos hears about this hero association and he recommends his master joining him to do it or it's vice versa and they go and of course Satama being the strongest man alive is like oh hey I passed all, all this shit and Genos is like oh well, how'd you do in the writing course and this Satama barely passed the writing section and he almost didn't even make it past the Hero Association for him to actually qualify to become a hero. But because he did so terrible in the writing portion of the test that he had to do, the people who like mandate the test and put people in like kind of where they belong in their class rank for her the heroes, they were like, oh, well, it's obviously a fluke. Like he he's so fucking stupid. Like it's obviously a fluke that he did so well <laughs> and the strength testing of it like this nigga's dumb as hell it's like no he could probably kill all of you in literally like a flick or a poke or something but they gave him like one of the lowest ratings i think he was he was s class sorry c class which is the lowest rating the lowest class that you could be in i think it was like 93 or 9 he was like in the, the very low numbers don't quote me on the number that he is i'm sorry i don't have the exact number but he's pretty low and now he has to in order to get his rank up because at first he doesn't care he's like okay whatever fuck it in order to get his rank up he has to fight all these monsters but he has to do it publicly which kind of fucking sucks but he sadly has to do it so then he does he starts fighting monsters he fights this one monster um in in the city 
and <laughs> this hero sees him and he's like oh bro like you're doing all it's this muscle head and he's called uh, the tank top bro i i shit you not that's literally this guy's name is tank top bro and sorry tiger tank top bro or tiger tank top some dumb ass tank top name he basically he's part of the tank top group <laughs> because there's an s class hero that's named tank top and he trains all these muscly stupid ass guys to fight so he's fighting this monster he beats him and this other hero tries to come and basically come for him and tries to fight him and Satama's just like not having it. he's like I don't give a fuck like I don't care about you I'm just trying to get my rank up leave me alone bro but this guy's like nah, nah, nah like you gonna get these hands and Satama's like you don't want these you don't want these fucking problems so then past that everyone starts to hate him because he thinks people start to think that he's fighting against different heroes and he's this arrogant asshole and <clears throat> he's really rude and disrespectful but he's not people are just stupid humans even now <laughs> humans are stupid as hell so then the next hero the bit next big hero or next big it's not a hero guys it's a villain the next big villain that he faces is the deep sea king and when he fights the deep sea king so <laughs> this is the hero that this is the part where i said that there's a hero that I don't think should be a hero and I'm gonna get a lot of flack for it so a lot of the heroes are called because the deep sea king is there's different levels to the villains um there are the monsters that come in there's like a demon level there's a dragon level and there's one more oh my gosh there's one more level please excuse me for not knowing there's one more level but I think dragon or demon is like the highest level let me look that up really quick give me one second guys while I do that but he's fighting this deep sea king and or he he's not fighting him first uh, Genos goes to try and to fight him he does it very unsuccessfully and uh let me try let me take this in of danger one punch man there we go let's see what oh okay there's god oh no there's more Okay, there's wolf, tiger, demon, dragon, and god. God's the, the literally the worst one. So I think it's, yeah, so the the deep seeking was demon threat. So they call in a lot of S-class rank heroes to try and come in and help save the day. And Genos, I think, is the only one that responds. And during this time, you're, when there's a dragon level, you're supposed to evacuate like to wherever you possibly can. So they evacuate into this like little dome place. There's a couple heroes there that try to fight the Deep Sea King. They failed miserably. And then Genos tries to come in and tries to do something. And he doesn't because the Deep Sea King is definitely a lot stronger than him, unfortunately. And then we meet this fucking hero whose name is Muman Rider. And Muman Rider is basically, he's basically an average guy. But he rides a bicycle. Let that sink in. He is C class number one. Let that sink in. <laughs> that he's at the, the bottom, bottom ranking of the, the, the class level. But he's number one. Muleman rider. It's a guy who rides a bicycle and fights monsters. That's him. I'm... <laughs> 
I'm trying to let that sink in for everyone that that's what he does. So he comes in and he throws his bike at the deep sea king and literally the deep sea king then annihilates this guy like basically on the brink of death to this man and then i just hate the fact that he is a hero it's it's great and it's very creative for them for them to do but why <laughs> that's my question why why is he a hero how did he become a hero I guess that's neither here nor there because he's going to be a hero regardless. He's like that very, that person that knows that he can't beat these people, but he's going to try his hardest to do it anyway. And I applaud him for it, but I also hate him for it at the same time. He's like a comic relief for, for danger, I suppose. So then One Punch Man comes in, he saves the day, the Deep Sea King is like, oh, you can't beat me, like your pussyfoot and then he tries to fight him and of course one punch man just doesn't give a shit he's like bro i got shit to do today and one punches him and he wins of course because that's that's how most of the fights go so then there is a prophecy that comes in that basically saying that earth is going to be destroyed by some unknown force <clears throat> we have no idea what it is, but the prophecy has never been wrong before. So the Hero Association calls in as many as they possibly can of the S-Class, the top brand heroes, as, as as many of them as they possibly can get in, they call for. So most of them come in and who we have that comes in is Tornado, who is a, a telepath. I think that's how you say it. Bang or and or Silverfang. Uh, com Atomic Samurai, Child Emperor, Metal Knight, Zombie Man, Drive Knight, uh, Dark Shine, Watchdog Man, Metal Bat, and Tank Top Master, and Perry Perry Prisoner. And <laughs> they all come in, they're all sitting around, they're like, okay, what's going on? They say of this prophecy, and, and Genos is there also. And Genos brings <laughs> one punch. And I'm like, can I get you anything? This is before this. this uh, and they're like, they're all at a table. And this waitress lady is like, can I get you anything? And <laughs> Satan was like, yeah, can I have a tea? And everybody's like, who the fuck is this guy? Why is he here? Because he's not supposed to be there. It's only for S class. And at this time, he's still C class. And they're like, isn't this that C-class guy? Why is he here? And then they try to explain everything that's going on, the prophecy of what happened. And then all of a sudden you hear this really big blast happening outside. And all of a sudden the prophecy is about to be fulfilled. And then you finally meet who the villain is for this potential prophecy. And it's this really weird, ugly guy named Boros. He's from another world. And he's like, I'm going to destroy everything and everyone. And one punch literally goes, he dives up out, dives up out of his seat, goes to the ceiling, and then jumps into their little spaceship. He goes through, basically beats all the monsters on the ship while there's only one on the ground <laughs> trying to fight three other, three or four other S-class heroes who are kind of struggling. And... One Punch basically fights through all of these villains, gets to the front of the ship, 
and he's like yeah can y'all stop like <laughs> can you guys stop destroying things now at this point and Boros comes in and he's like I'm the ultimate being I'm gonna destroy you and your planet and one punch is like bro come on like I don't have time <laughs> I don't have time for this today like can y'all just wrap this up please I, I got shit to do still like the time is ticking so Boros, he's like, this isn't even my final power. This isn't even my final form. So he transforms, I think, like three or four times. One Punch is still basically unscathed. He is a little scathed because I think he like uh, singes his, his uh, what the hell is it called? His cape. Sorry, I don't know why I couldn't fucking remember cape. Singes his cape. He has like burn marks on his face. All the while, the other S-Class heroes are still trying to fight this one monster they're failing miserably and then finally bang who's basically like a kung fu master he finds this little um medallion and the guy's body and he breaks it and that eventually kills him and they're like oh okay this is all we have to do that's pretty simple so they all kind of fight and basically kill him and boros is seeing that one punch shatima is still not going down he's like oh shit well let me go to my final final form and then i'll defeat you it's like frieza going golden frieza it's like okay bro like all right we get it yeah you, you got more forms cool story bro okay whatever so boros goes to his final 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 form and then satsuma's like oh okay i've seen enough now this is it like you're really strong but you're not strong enough basically breaks everything in this man's body kills him his whole entire body is disintegrated and it's over down below on the ground they actually finally finish beating this monster satama comes back down and he's like oh what happened what happened down here you guys good like what's going on and uh, tornado's like what were you doing up there in that ship i could have killed you and i should have killed you and basically being a child and satama's like who is she talking to like she ain't talking to me i ain't i ain't got nothing to do with this i'm just here <laughs> and it's so funny that that all these s-class heroes could barely even handle one monster but satama's up there killing maybe 100 plus monsters and more and the ultimate monster up top like i'm really afraid to see what would have happened if he wasn't there and how they would have handled it because it wouldn't have went well at all in any type of form it wouldn't have went well but they they tried right a for effort 100 percent a for effort so that's all within season one season two starts off with let's see here Season two starts off with you finally meet King. Who the hell is King? So King is basically this big name in the Hero Association community. He's an S-class rank hero. And everyone kind of wants to know who the fuck is he? So he is a wannabe hero. Not like Satama who does hero work for fun. He doesn't have any powers he's not super strong like people keep thinking he is and this monster wants to 
kill king basically all the monsters want to kill king because they think that king is this ultimate hero who's never been defeated ever and he's super duper strong and he defeats them and there's this thing called the the king king motor and it's basically just king's heartbeat beating at an increasing rate that it sounds like a motor and it's just this guy literally being a a bitch basically like he doesn't have any powers he's super scared of hero or villains and he doesn't understand why they keep trying to attack him and essentially the backstory to that that we find out later is that Satama is always in the same place at the same time as King whenever there's a villain and Satama is the one defeating the villains of course and so King runs away from this villain that's trying to defeat him and leaves Genos there to try and defeat him. Uh, Satima goes back to King's apartment where he ran off to and King's basically like, man, I don't want, I don't want this. He's like, I don't want to do this no more. Like I can't, I can't do this. And then a, a bird, a giant ass bird comes into King's window and he's like, why does this keep happening to me? And then that's when he realized, oh shit, this is the same nigga that tried to save me, but it's his fault now. I, I'm this big known hero. And Satama's like, okay, cool, whatever. And then they continue to play video games as Genos is literally getting wrecked by this monster. I'm like, mm, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I, I just am just imagining satama playing his little handheld psp thing that he had and literally not giving a fuck about his apprentice because he doesn't give a fuck about anything and just shitting away and, and it's like oh you're all right man you got it you wanted to be an apprentice whatever and then we meet garo who is bang's old student the kung fu master who is now after heroes because of some evil ass backstory that happened to him. But what we learn about Garo is he's really fucking strong and he's killing these low, not killing, but getting them to the brink of almost death of these low level heroes. So he fights, he fights a hero and they call him the, the hero killer or the hero, the hero hunter because he's hunting all these heroes. And he's, he's attacking all of them. He's fighting them. And it gets to the point to where he fights one of the, one of the fucking tank top crew members, whoever the fuck it is. It's one of the tank top guys and gets him really close to the brink of death. And then the other, this horde of douchebaggy tank top ridden, <laughs> these tank top assholes come and they're like, hey, you can't do that to our friend. And then you see the, the S class tank top <laughs> the tank top guy tank top bro the ultimate tank top bro uh, his name is actually tank top master funny enough and he starts fighting garo and he ain't doing so hot because garo is actually really skilled he learns <clears throat> once you fight him and he learns your move he kind of learns it forever and you can't do the same move on him twice it also doesn't help that he met this little kid in a park and basically cheated and got his got all the because this little kid had the hero association booklet where you can see all the heroes special moves powers and 
what their their special stuff is. So he kind of cheated and he got that. And then as he's fighting the tank top master, fucking Newman Rider <laughs> comes out of nowhere and thinks he got it and hits this motherfucker with his bike. And I'm like, bro, you're going to die now. I was like, this is it. It's over for you. You're dumb. Stop doing this shit. Quit the Hero Association now. But of course not. Like, you have to have that one guy that can't really fight, but he kind of does some cool shit. And you're like, "Mm, bro, you're going to die now. But it's okay. That's fine. So he defeats Tank Top Master. He's a little hurt. And then he runs into King. Him and King. King and Satama are on the street walking somewhere. And Garo's a little hurt, but he's like, this is, this is the ultimate, the ultimate hero. I got to get him. I got to kill him. So he goes up to King and he's about to hit him. And all of a sudden, Satama just yeets him to the fucking wall. And Satama's like, King, who was that guy? And he's like, mm, man, I don't know. He's like, you got to be careful. There's a, there's a hero hunter out there. And I'm like, bro, that was him. Satsuma, that was him. You're so fucking nonchalant. You didn't even realize that the hero hunter was literally two feet away from you. Mind you, I think like in the second, the the very first episode of the second season, you know, the first or second episode, there's a scene where Satsuma buys, I don't think this, I think I'm too far now. Am I too far? Yeah, I think I'm too far still. But mind you, there is another scene where Satama runs into this guy where Satama's buying a wig at a market. And I, I think Satama accidentally ran into Garo, like bumped into him. And Garo was ready to like throw hands. And literally, <laughs> Satama hits him, but not hits him hard enough to where he kills him, but just knocks him out. And Garo's like, I don't remember anything when he comes to... And I'm like, bro, let's go Satsuma tap that ass. <laughs> like, you don't want these problems. So then after that whole thing, we don't see Garo for a little while. I know we do. He's going to go fight the S-Class hero, the Watchdog Man. And then it translates into the Middle Bat, who is another S-Class hero, is sent out to fight uh, this a big monster that comes in and basically destroys the city. It's the centipede looking disgusting fucking villain that comes in and destroys the city and he's like, "Okay, I got it." So he he basically gets he he does pretty well for himself for being by himself and trying to fight this. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I actually do remember what happened. So he's actually Metal Bat is on guard of the of this really like rich sponsor for the hero association because the uh, monster association is actually coming into effect and he is now sent to watch over him and you kind of realize like oh shit like metal bat is kind of dying here but he does get one part of the centipede the centipede has like this really nasty disgusting looking face and metal bat hits it and he's like oh yes i finally got him and then all of a sudden he grows another head and he's back at it again destroying shit and trying to trying to basically get get the town destroyed and get the attention of all the heroes to try and get them to do stupid shit and just to steal the to steal these the sponsors the expensive sponsors son who is with him currently 
which they do eventually succeed, but he's still trying to kill the metal bat, which he doesn't get a chance to do because Genos comes in to try and help him and Garo then tries to kill metal bat because he sucked hard at fighting uh, the watchdog, the watchman dog. What? Dog man? What the fuck is this man's name? Watchdog man. Okay, I said it right the first time. The watchdog man, which he fails miserably because the watchdog man is ruthless as fuck. I wish there was more scenes with him to actually see how he fights, but unfortunately there isn't. Then more monsters slash villains come in and kind of destroy more cities. And more S-Class and more heroes come in to try and help and save everything, but it kind of is just kind of, it's kind of just getting worse and worse to the point to where a lot of the cities are destroyed. Then a, in the middle of everything, there is a martial arts tournament and Satama joins a martial arts tournament tournament by one of Bang's students getting hurt by fighting Garo and Satama joins and that's where you kind of get an idea of what the heroes, the monster association is up to by trying to turn heroes into monsters to try and build their army. And one of the <clears throat> one of the monsters that did get turned, he's like, here, eat these monster hearts and you can turn into a monster that can kill people. And well, that you can be extremely strong. And they're like, mm. some of them are like, nah. But this one guy was like, hell yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. And during the the tournament, the martial arts tournament, there's a rule that you can't be in a disguise. You have to actually be who you say you are. And Satima wasn't actually invited into the martial arts tournament. He wasn't who he said he was. So he is then banned. He loses the tournament. Um, and he then runs away. And as all this shit is happening of all these heroes turning into monsters, a lot of people are dying. People are getting seriously injured. Then Satima comes back towards the end after most people are injured and most of the people are turned and he's trying to help and save everyone. He's like, oh, I, people stopped chasing me. So I came back <laughs> and then he goes to, to fight the really, really big boss who brought all the, the, the monster hearts and he goes and he one punches him, of course, but you don't see it. It's off screen, but his head comes back into the arena and he's like, yep, that was it. I'm done now. <laughs> and he kills the, and he kills the other people as well who were still surviving that were monsters then what ends up happening is they're now realizing that the monster association is building and they're trying to get people um, to turn and they're trying to kill people and they're trying to kill the heroes and they want to take over everything then garo has this really big fight with some of the lower class heroes and they think they're really getting into them and that they're going to do it but the thing they don't realize is, again, Garo kind of already knows some of their powers and their moves because of the book that he was reading. And just for the simple fact that once he sees it once, like he's going to know what's going to happen and you're not going to be able to do it again. So they unfortunately lose miserably. Then the centipede that was originally finding Metal Bat, he burrows away once he gets kind of injured. He comes back out and he starts to wreak havoc again. Genos, Fang, and Fang's brother or partner comes and they try to defeat the 
the centipede again, but it unfortunately does not work. And he, Genos actually gets him down and he thinks he kills him again, but then he grows another face and it ain't no no work. So now Genos is getting his ass beat again. And then all of a sudden you see King who they're originally looking for. Like they always want to kill King because they think King's the biggest and strongest hero, which he's really not. And King's out, he's like, hey. And uh, an important part is Blast, who is the number one hero according to the uh, Hero Association. He was the one that actually, he was the one that actually was, the, so with the centipede, He's come out before, but it hasn't been for a really long time. And Blast, the number one hero who we absolutely know nothing about, which who the fuck is Blast? Like we don't see anything for him. Even in the manga, like they don't really talk about him very much. The only thing that we know is that he fought the centipede and that he's retired and he doesn't fight anymore. Who is this nigga? Whose man's is this? Like, who is he? I want to know details. I want to know who he is because they're making it sound like he's the strongest guy ever. And I want to see him. I want to know who he is, what he does, where he's at. Why he not fighting? I want to know things. Tell me these things. Does anyone know who he is? Please tell me if you do what he do. What's his powers? I want to know. But so King comes out and he's like, oh yeah, Blast is over here. This is Blast. Like, come get me, you ugly bitch. Like, that, that's what he's shouting. King is shouting to the centipede. So the centipede comes to him and King's just holding out his arm like, uh, Satama, you gonna save me? Nah, like, I don't really want to die. Help me, help me. And then all of a sudden, Satama's like, okay, boof. And he punches one punches the centipede and literally the centipede begins to disintegrate and i'm like if that's not the coolest fucking way to end a season i don't really know what is like it was so fucking cool it was so fucking dope it was just mm, it was amazing and i loved every second of it the anime is great i think probably that punch and the punch with the, the what what the hell is the villain's name? The mysterious being Boros. I think those and the the kingfish, deep sea fish king. Deep sea king, those are probably the best one punches, of the show, and it's so freaking good. And I honestly don't know how they can make it better. I mean, I do because I read the manga, but I can't wait to see how it's going to digress and how it's going to unfold and how they're actually going to keep it going and how it's going to end. I, I really just can't wait to see what's going to happen with that because it's such a good anime and it has so many, it has so many good story arcs so far that I'm really interested to see how they're going to end it. Because there's really no talk right now of season three, which I hope there is. At least the manga is continuing. So I'm going to guess they're going to continue to do more seasons. But even if they don't finish the seasons and they continue the manga, I'm happy. But for those people who don't read and reading's not their thing, like it's not going to it's not going to be very well for them. But I hope they continue doing it because it's so good. I love it. But yeah, I think I would give. <laughs> Sorry, that was so random. I would definitely recommend watching this anime 
if you read the mangas, read the mangas because you can catch up and tell people what's happening when they don't want to know. I won't do that to you guys though because I care. But it's such a good anime. It's so freaking good. The animation is great. The voice acting is amazing. The powers are really interesting that they give different people. So I, I definitely think it's worth the watch. It It is kind of your stereotypical shonen because it it's that one guy who's OPAF and everyone's like, how the, how'd you do that? You teach me things. And it's like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> so it's definitely a, a, a different way of doing it. But if I had to rate One Punch Man, I would for sure say a 9 out of 10. And that's just because of how slowly paced the first season is. Even me going back and rewatching, I was like, oh, I gotta watch this again. Okay, sure, whatever. But it's it's really good. It's really worth the watch. Once you get past that first season, there's so much more action in the second season. But I feel like that's the same with a lot of anime. So if you're used to watching animes and you're like, I need something new to watch and you've never seen One Punch Man, even if you have seen it, this is something that I would definitely go back and rewatch. But if you've never seen it before, this is something to definitely watch for sure. But again, even if you have, this is something that I would recommend to even going back and rewatching because it's not really that long. It's only... 12 episodes a season so it's really not that bad and it's a, a really great watch so yeah 9 out of 10 for sure so now with my podcast I want to try and do something a little bit different I want to try and do just do a maybe do a, a season by season episode so maybe next Wednesday I'll do season one of uh, kind of thinking of Kiriko's basketball because that's such a great anime but it there is a lot of seasons and it's a lot of episodes in one season so I can't unfortunately in circumstances especially now with the coronavirus and I work retail uh, I can't unfortunately watch entire seasons all at once and in such a short short time span although I I've seen it before I just I want to help myself remember a lot of the content so I'm not forgetting everything and saying uh, 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 a billion times that my fiance hates when I do so I want to make sure that I can you know provide some good information for you guys and some good feedback so I'm thinking of doing a season by season or if it's a brand new anime like Demon Slayer that I haven't watched yet or haven't given a chance maybe do a four episode type thing and do that you know different different weeks not doing it all in the same day but doing it different weeks so I'm going to start trying to do that let me know what you guys think if you don't want me to but I'm going to do it I'm going to try and do it next week for sure to do, start doing maybe Demon Slayer maybe I'll do um Kiriko's Basketball next week I'm not really sure which one I'm going to do yet whichever one I'm in the mood for I'll do for sure but let me know what you guys think give me some feedback I do also have a Patreon if you could check that out as well give me a little bit of support so I can continue to make these I love doing uh, reviews on different things uh, and also maybe give me some suggestions on twitter or instagram as you see me posting give me some just some suggestions on what you guys want to see if i can ever talk in full sentences i'll let you know but um, definitely let me know what you guys think um, again i'm nobody asked me you can find me on my patreon on my instagram or on my twitter it's nobody asked me no species and yeah thank you guys so much for listening this one is super duper long and i'm so freaking sorry uh, but i love one punch man and there's so many great things and different aspects of it so thank you guys see ya